Hi everyone, I'm Haley Griffiths, and this is The Science of Social Media, a podcast by Buffer, your weekly sandbox for social media stories, insights, experimentation, and learning. Welcome to episode number 74. I'm Brian Peters, and this wonderful week, we've got a cram-jammed, full-of-flavor episode in store for you. Instagram's got some new features. Netflix totally trolled their users on social. The best sources for background music and more. If you end up enjoying this kind of newsy episode from us, we would love to hear from you. Feel free to reach out to us on Twitter with the hashtag BufferPodcast or send us an email anytime to hello at Buffer.com. Let's get started. Can we rewind for a second, Brian? Did you just say cram jammed full of flavor in the intro? <laughs> you know, I did, Haley. I did indeed. I stumbled upon a treasure trove of Mary Berry gifts oh the other goodness. day that like food, like BBC channel food judge. And I, I just couldn't help myself. It's, I think it's the perfect way to describe this episode. <laughs> All right. I like it. Well, let's get into some awesome updates in the social media world. Mary Berry style. <laughs> Up first, and I am super excited for this one. Instagram has been rolling out several fun new features. So they recently released what they're calling stories highlights which allows users to select and group previously posted stories into collections that then show up in a new horizontal bar across the top of their profile. Users can name these highlights and even add a custom thumbnail. Yeah, and basically Instagram described this new highlights feature as a way for users to quote unquote, show all sides of their personality and capture the interests and activities that matter most to them. And I'm quoting Instagram there. so. I think this is a great move from Instagram. People, well, mainly brands, spend a lot of time creating Instagram stories. And before, as everyone knows, they would disappear in 24 hours. Almost didn't seem worth it. But now with this new feature, they're giving everyone, uh, I guess, like more incentive to create stories. And I think this will help accelerate the adoption and usage rate of stories moving forward. I totally agree. And actually, I've already seen some brands doing really cool things with stories highlights. Just like Instagram said, it gives people and brands a way to show all sides of their personality. So for example, Nat Geo, who we love, they recently posted their top photos of 2017, which I thought was interesting. Super low hanging fruit there. Like they already have all of that content. And then other brands like Bustle used highlights to market their new social media series and product lines. Yeah, love it. Seeing brands do a lot of cool things so far and lots more to come. Uh, Another feature that Instagram recently released, which is great for both brands and consumers, is you can now follow your favorite hashtags in your feed. So maybe even more incentive to create that awesome brand hashtag you've always been talking about. Did you see the slime hashtag? That's the one that Instagram advertised to me when they said that this was released and I got, I went down a wormhole. (laughs) (laughs) So up until now, there were really only two ways to interact with a hashtag, right? You could click through a hashtag on a post or you could search for a specific hashtag in the explore section of your app. Now that you can follow a hashtag, Instagram's algorithms will pick and choose some of the highlights from that collection and surface them in your main feed. So I've tested out with more than just slime. There's also like parkour is on there, all sorts of cool stuff. I've really enjoyed the content that's popping up and I'm finding some super awesome accounts from it. Up next this week in social media, Netflix trolls users on Twitter. So I'm going to read the exact tweet from Netflix, and I'll let you listeners decide what you think before I say anything about it. 
this is this is next level stuff. And uh, for everyone listening, Haley hasn't heard or seen the tweet yet, so this should be interesting. So <laughs> essentially, Netflix tweeted to the 53 people who've watched A Christmas Prince every day for the past 18 days, who hurt you? Question mark. <laughs> That's amazing. Okay, I have watched that movie, but not every day for the past 18 days. <laughs> That's creepy. <laughs> it's a little creepy, right? On Netflix's right? part, not on the people's part. I think you watch what you want to watch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I, I think, so I'm bringing this up for this week for a few reasons. One is... Like, how and why did the team at Netflix stumble upon this data? <laughs> I, like, number one, it's creepy. It, number two, it's mind-boggling. And, like, number three, how much more do they know about their their users? So uh, it kind of reminds me of what we talked about a few weeks ago with, with Facebook data. But in this case, Netflix publicly called out the users on social media, which is, I think, unprecedented in oh the gosh. social media world. Could you imagine if Facebook called out its users? My gosh. That would be awful. <laughs> So, you know, I don't even know what that, like, I'm also bringing this up because 2017 seems to be the year where brands are trolling their audience and it's (laughs) weirdly working. I mean, this tweet from Netflix got more than 108,000 retweets and 420,000 favorites, which is 20 times higher than what they normally get. And of course, you know, who could forget Wendy's this year? I don't know. So let's say more brands try this sort of sarcastic trolling approach. Do you think it'll work or, or will people start to be annoyed by it? Oh, that's a good question. I feel like it has to be genuine. Like the person behind the account has to have had that reaction when they saw the data, because I think if it gets a little too crafted, it just seems mean. There's a really fine line there. Yeah, I agree. So do you think like Wendy's and Netflix, are they like telling their social media managers to be themselves or do they have like a sarcastic like, guideline in place you know what I mean? like how do I you think, know when to when to tell people that i think the wendy's one was super genuine because that was like a customer service rep replying right right but i don't know about the netflix one that seems very crafted but i think it's probably like someone found that data thought it was hilarious sent it to the social media team and they did they did what they could with it yeah absolutely so i i guess the lesson and takeaway here is be genuine and authentic if you're going to try this path on social media because I think people will be able to see right through it. I agree. Continuing with more social news, Facebook launches a new version of Messenger for young children. Yes. They've officially (laughs) launched what they're calling Messenger Kids, a new standalone app targeted to children younger than age 13. So talking about Facebook being creepy. (laughs) They describe it as full of features for kids to connect with the people they love. And it includes things like video chats, kid appropriate gifts, frames, stickers, masks, drawing tools, and like tons of stuff in there. It's also designed to comply with the Children's Online Privacy and Protection Act. So that is good. That's less creepy of them. It offers full parental control and it's completely free from ads and in-app purchases, which is probably a good thing. What do you think, Brian? All right, so this is going to sound controversial, and in full disclosure, I'm not a parent, so I admit that I have very little context here, but I kind of like this move from Facebook. Obviously, there are a lot of questions around it. Is it ethical? Is it really you know, just a way for Facebook to, to get kids on their platform <laughs> early? But honestly, I think kids are using technology and social media regardless, which is a completely different topic in itself. But if this is really a way for parents to allow their children to connect with peers in a safe, non-intrusive way, then 
personally, I think this could actually be a good thing. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think um, at first I definitely thought it was creepy when I first saw this come out. But the number of kids that I see that have iPhones, like, I don't know. They, they're they probably using right. iMessage to chat with their parents anyways. Exactly. So, exactly. And I mean, supposedly Facebook talked to thousands of parents and associations like the National PTA and parenting experts in the U.S. And so they found that there is a need for a messaging app that lets kids connect with people they love, but also has the level of control that parents want. So we'll see. Yeah, they quote unquote talk to thousands of parents. So we'll, <laughs> we'll see how this turns out. <laughs> Last but not least, one more exciting announcement from Facebook. They're launching a new platform called Sound Collection. So Sound Collection is going to give creators access to thousands of quality audio tracks and sound effects from all over the world. The music and sounds are owned by Facebook and are free and clear to use in any videos you create and share on Facebook and Instagram. Wow. And supposedly, Facebook's been looking for a solution in the music space for years. So the New York Times reported that they've been in negotiations to allow users to include top 40 songs in their videos since 2015. Obviously, they have not reached an agreement on that yet. But still, this provides another option for video makers, which is awesome. Yeah, absolutely. I think this is another great move by Facebook. Again, (laughs) anyone who has created a video before knows just how frustrating and expensive it can be to find good background music. So I think this is a great start for the platform. And if Facebook can reach that deal to get songs that, you know, top 40 songs that people actually know and love into just normal brand videos, you will be the first to know here on the show because that'll be a huge revelation. I swear so much happens in just a week in the world of social media. Thanks for all of the awesome people and publications that keep us informed. And we're glad to have you here with us on the science of social media to tune in with it all. As always, we're happy to chat. Feel free to reach out to us using the hashtag buffer podcast or shoot us a quick email at hello at buffer.com. Next week, we're counting down the five biggest social media trends and how you can prepare for them until then, everyone. Mm -hmm.